and my uncle got the doll and snuck up behind me and it would have these like slats like jail bars you know and yeah. he like put it against it and, went, nah, 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 and like oh scared the living God. crap out of me man yeah that would ruin me yeah it definitely didn't help my uh my life situation <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile let me pass on the good word about the new wonky times Hey, welcome to the show. It's Matt and Robo Brian. And you know what? It just so happens to be your birthday. Heck yeah, Brian, it is my birthday. I've got a special song for you. Well, actually, it's something you are familiar with, but it is my very own rendition. <laughs> You're all inspired by last week's episode, aren't you? We had uh, Jim McGuinn. He's a musician. He was on the show last week, and he's the grandson of Roger McGuinn, who was the singer of the band The Birds. Go back and listen to it if you haven't. We even played a song together near the end of the episode. Okay, Brian, let's hear this new song. I've been practicing, and I can legally sing it too. Less than 10 years ago, it was under copyright, but now it's free game. Okay, here it goes. <laughs> Can't wait. Ooh. You learned piano. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Matt. Happy birthday to you. Wow. Dang, Brian, this is actually pretty good. Thank you for your support. I'm here all night. What a day this is, Brian. I think I'll remember this day forever. You know, I was looking into it and I learned about a few things that happened on your birthday, April 21st, 1984. Oh yeah? Like what? Well, the number one pop song on this day in 1984 was the song Against All Odds by Phil Collins. Oh, I know that one. So take a look at me now. Something like that, right? But hey, did you know the artist and musician Prince died on my birthday back in 2016? Yeah, not too many people gave a rip about my birthday that year. Would you like some cheese with that wine? <laughs> but anyways, what else have you learned, Brian? The number one movie on this day in 1984 was Police Academy. Oh, I love that movie. And the price of gas was only $1.20. What? Wow, $1.20 for gas. That's crazy. Can you see? I'm wearing my birthday suit right now. <laughs> I read online that it's appropriate for birthdays. I, I don't think you, well, actually, I mean, yeah, you are. You're always butt naked. I've actually never seen you wear clothes before, Brian. You've got your nuts and bolts hanging out. <laughs> okay, there is one more thing I want you to know. Okay. The number one novel for 1984 was The Talisman by Stephen King. Ooh, scary. Hey, speaking of scary, Brian, I was afraid of a lot of things when I was a kid, l like a lot of things. <laughs> and uh, I chatted with a couple of buddies of mine the other day, and we talked about some of the things that scared us growing up. Would you like to hear it? Let it roll, birthday boy. Okay, here it is. Also, put some clothes on, Brian. All right, so I've got my friends Bob and Charles here to chat about Yo. things that, that scare us. Ooh. <laughs> Both of you guys are pretty creative people. Bob, you're a director at a TV station. You play kalimba. What is the kalimba if people don't know what that is? Uh, it's uh, like a thumb piano. Uh, I like to compare it to like a music box sounds. The little ding, 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 you know, just pleasant dreamlike nursery tones. 
And then Charles, you're you're a film dude, and you do all kinds of film dude things in San Francisco. Um, you could say that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think I think when I lived in uh, Arizona, I did a lot more film stuff. But yeah, it's you, uh, I'm yeah, still I do video, video stuff here and there. So, so I have you guys here because we want to talk about things that scare us. You know, like things that scared me as a kid, things that I'm still afraid of. Um, you know, like some people are afraid of heights. Uh, then there's ghosts, you know, people are you guys afraid of ghosts? Do you believe in ghosts? Um, the yeah, the concept of ghosts is really weird to me. I've never experienced any paranormal activity um, It's uh, it's the I don't know. It's so weird like when you think of a ghost you think of like some guy from the 1940s, you know, where or 1800s There's no modern ghost. There's no dude from the 90s with a mullet That's <laughs> 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 watch watch <laughs> <laughs> I, I I was talking about to someone like when a ghost is in a modern house, does he and he's from like you know old times? Does he trip out on the size of my TV? Like what the hell is that? You know? <laughs> like the modern technology, or is it just like a blank room to them? You know, there's so many questions I have. He probably thinks you're doing some kind of witchcraft in your living room. He just thinks it's a big painting because he doesn't see anything on there. He doesn't see me watching The Office on there. You know, he's seen The Office for. Uh... All the seasons three times in a row now he's like why do we keep watching this man yeah. he's like i'm leaving imagine, this house yeah i imagine the ghost would want to sit down next to me and just enjoy you yeah. know this modern tech he likes the british version better uh, yeah <laughs> the ghost is like sitting next to you and you notice your popcorn is gone like hey. yeah dude get some more um so i wanted to show you guys some scary sounds you know i, I want to like kind of creep you guys out because I don't get to do that very often anymore. <laughs> this first one, I'm gonna tell you what it is. It's a 911 call after a chimpanzee attack. So like, <laughs> the person on the line claims that a chimpanzee has killed their friend and is now like pulling them apart and eating her. So here's the creepy 911 call. What's the problem there? What's the problem with your friend? I need to know. Yeah, so anyways, you know. Like he had a gun? Is that what it's yeah, I'm not really sure. But that's that's scary. Did you have did you guys see um Nope? Yeah, yeah. That that scene with the the chimp was uh, the best scene in the whole movie. Yeah, I wonder if that was like inspiration, you know, like but that that would be scary if a monkey came in arms flailing. Oh yeah. With guns ablazing. <laughs> Well, the chimps specifically, man, those those guys are so ripped. If you've seen seen them, you know, with with little to no hair, you know, they, they have crazy muscle definition. They, if they had proper gun safety techniques, you know, yeah. <laughs> just chip in. All right, there's, here's another sound. Um, I'm not going to tell you what it is. I want you guys to, like, try to figure it out on your own. Ready? think that is sounds well, like uh somebody filmed outside of like an airplane it's kind of creepy though right like yeah no it's definitely creepy like if i was sitting at home alone in the, in the dark i'd definitely be looking around for what's going on like a uh, ufo is that a ufo sighting i feel like yeah, that could be a I've ufo thought. sighting it's uh <laughs> it's uh saturn it's what saturn sounds like oh yeah. wow that's pretty cool. This next one is a nine another 911 call from a dude in Washington state. He's freaking out saying that there's a giant hairy person in his yard. <laughs> so, Ooh. Uh is it Bigfoot? I don't know. Here. Jesus Christ, you better 
think it was just a guy in his yard or was it you know it's washington state there's a bunch of bigfoots up there <laughs> that's the area that's, yeah uh that's great that's definitely bigfoot though i don't even think i'd 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 think to call 911 if it was a legitimate like bigfoot spotting i'd just be so amazed and freaked out that's for sure i would i mean if that was me and i saw that i would not be that calm i'd be like yo get the hell out here right now would you invite him inside god if he was looking at me like harry harry and the hendersons that nice smile. <laughs> this next one is another phone call. It's a voicemail left by the Night Stalker. It was this guy in the 80s in LA. Oh, yeah. Richard Ramirez. Yeah. He left a voicemail at someone's house before he went in and, like, killed him pretty much. So, but he, yeah, this kind of stuff is, like, what really creeps me out. True. Right? The like, real. I love ghosts and stuff. And, like, I'm all about, like, I want I want to believe and I want to be scared. You know, I watched Taps growing up, the ghost hunter people, like, consist, like, religiously. And, like, that stuff like freaked me out, but like in a fun, like, oh, I want him to be real. This stuff kind of like, I'm good. <laughs> this guy's nuts. The, the, true, the true proven horrors of our world. Yeah. It's like a little different. Hits different. <laughs> nah, thanks. I'm good. And, and then no, he no. did. Yeah, that's the worst. Part. At least he like you know he does yeah, what he says yeah. he's gonna do. The first part sounded like what was it? Sid from Hey Arnold, or who's the kid who breathes in uh, breathes in the girl's ear all the time? Yeah, <laughs> yeah the one that uh, Helga always punches. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the last one. It's the scariest one of all. So I'm not even gonna tell you guys what it is. Are you guys ready? You That's all the yeah. sounds I have. I even listened to your podcast and I was like, this is going to be one of those things. It's not going to get me. And it just got me. (laughs) I knew and it was still funny. (laughs) It's true. Farts are always funny. Um, But yeah, those are all the scary sounds I have for for, um, (laughs) uh, it. Richard Ramirez, man, he he was, I think he's still alive, locked up in prison. Um, Johnny from work. You guys know Johnny, the editor Mm -hmm. from uh, the news station. Uh, He he told me this time because he lived in the area he lived in california at that time as a kid uh or somewhat of a kid he was he was maybe a teenager but he said him and his like cousins and stuff would stay up late and leave there because he he would come in in the like back windows or back kitchen doors and stuff and they would leave their kitchen doors open and have knives and stuff waiting to capture the night stalker <laughs> i know who you're talking about and i could totally see this yeah, yeah john that's great yeah well speaking of that like what what scared you guys when you were kids like what was the scariest thing to you uh, my dad used to tell me the scariest stories of like uh like his father like in west virginia you know in the backwoods like creepy like like bloody bones things like that like there's like folklore type stuff from charles comes from the east coast pennsylvania area yeah a little more of those old school style you know paul revere style ghost bob was talking about yeah there you go (laughs) powdered wig ghosts bloody bones you said yeah you got like the story of bloody bones which i think was just like a folktale style thing where uh like if you don't go to sleep at night 
and you're a kid, you try to stay up, like, and you hear creaking in the attic, it was Bloody Bones in her rocking chair, and she, like, reached down and, like, get you if you were asleep. I used to have roommates like that. <laughs> it's not very scary. They just stare at you <laughs> in your sleep. You ever, you ever wake up and one's just looking down at you? Yeah. Bob, what are you, what are you afraid of, Bob? Well, so luckily as a kid, um, the real life horrors like, you know, murderers and uh, natural disasters and stuff that I wasn't really aware of that. So for me, I wrote a list like it's uh, it's a lot of like film and television, you know, growing up in the 90s. Uh, you know, pre-internet, um, film and television was, was where we got our entertainment. And I'd like to say that our imaginations were, um, at a, working at a higher rate than kids nowadays, because kids nowadays are just bombarded with like videos and technology and stuff like that, that they don't have to, you know, use their imagination as much as we did for entertainment, you know? So like we could see something and our mind would just go wild. We didn't get all the information either. We would just have to take bits and pieces of it and like try to figure out the rest. Yeah, you couldn't go online and, you know, and Google Michael Myers and see, oh, it's an actor and he has a wife and kids and right. it's, uh, you know, a full production and stuff. It was just, it, it just existed and you're just seeing this footage of a potentially real crazy person. But yeah, some of the things that gave me for right off the bat when I was a kid, uh, dolls and dummies were uh, um, you know, i didn't even think uh, of that those are the worst yeah like they got me really bad until i was like 10 11 years old honestly i'm embarrassed to say but like chucky you know he he's the prime like he used to freak me out as a kid um slappy from uh goosebumps that's the one that got me uh, that was yeah, bad. that's the that's the worst the name Slappy is way more scary than Chucky, I, I'd say. My, I just thought of this, but about those dolls, my uncle used to have one in my grandmother's house. And he, like, moved around a bunch, so he always, like, left some of his stuff there. A ventriloquist dummy? Yeah, like, the real, like, Slap, like, the, or Charlie, I think it was called, with the monocle, the monocle guy. But basically oh, the same style yeah. of dummy and stuff that, like, moved, like, the little mouth thing. And it used to be just, like, folded up in her, like, like her little desk drawer thing in like one of the back rooms and I just would not go in that room at all. And then, oh, yeah. um, and then I guess when I got like a little bit older, probably like 10, I also embarrassed to say I was probably too old to be scared of this thing at this point. <laughs> but she used to have these like shutters that would separate rooms. And my uncle got the doll and snuck up behind me and it would have these like slats, like jail bars, you know? And yeah. he like put it against it and, went, nah, 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 and like oh scared the living God. crap out of me, man. I was, I like screamed, I like ran around the house like four times and then like, I didn't know what to do, but that thing, he got me really hard with that. And so yeah, that would ruin me. Yeah, it definitely didn't help my, uh, my life situation. <laughs> yeah. uh, did you watch um, Puppet Master when you were a kid or is that just lately? Yeah, I wrote that down. I love Puppet Master. Me and my sister were all about it. We loved it. It didn't scare me too, too much. Um, I don't know, maybe because they were smaller, about, you know, a foot tall, as opposed to, like, a good three feet, like Chucky or Ventriloquist Dummy would be. But I was a, I was a huge... But but then Howdy Doody freaked me out. Remember Howdy Doody? <laughs> yeah, he's in the same... I put him in the same Venn diagram that, as that, like, ugh, yeah. no thanks. He, he would drop down with the with the strings, you know, and just start, like, dancing mm -hmm. around. I think it's like inhuman like movement that they have you know the ventriloquist dummies but it's so mesmerizing too it's like a part of you like wants to watch them but also like you're scared to watch them 
Yeah, until they start moving on their own, you know? Yeah, it's like that weird, just like... Yeah, because I think about back in the day, like, puppets and stuff was prime entertainment in, like, the medieval days, you know? They'd have the little puppet booth mm-hmm. set up, and, like, as it got back then, for any kind of technology, like, they would be real, I imagine, like, full-blown real, these things you're seeing, you know? Yeah, that, that would be a trip. Do you guys enjoy scaring other people? Like, whenever I scared someone, I feel bad. Right, like immediately. <laughs> the, the remorse following. I don't um, remember ever scaring I, people yeah, as a kid. I, I, I wanted to be scared. Like, that was my thing. Like, growing up, I, like, loved, like, like not so much the gory stuff, more of, like, I wanted to be, like, spooked by something, you know? And so I used to, this is going to sound really weird, but I used to, um, like, I found out that if you sleep in different areas of the house or, like, turn backwards in your bed, you would have nightmares. And I was, like, always chasing those, like, weird nightmares i was like oh i had this like awful nightmare it was like the worst thing ever but i was like i kind of want to like experience that because you can like i don't know like dreams you can kind of control them and it's kind of a weird so i used to like i used to like take my blankets somewhere totally different in the house i remember my dad stepped on me one morning because he would get up at like four in the morning to go to work and stuff and i was like sleeping in front of his bedroom and like in the hallway and i was like this is a great spot i put out like five blankets six pillows and i'll just be like this is my new spot for the night just to like have weird creepy dreams it only it didn't really work but did did your dad did your dad stepping on you like influence your dream and like get incorporated into your dream somehow like a giant squashed you or something uh no he just told me to get the hell back in my room (laughs) 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 i wish that would have been great i was like well because i do have a i have an example because like you, you know you said like outside Mm-hmm. outside uh things can influence your dreams like changing positions or or something um so one one dream that happened to me like that uh you guys know 13 ghosts mm-hmm. matthew lillard and uh tony shalhoub yeah tony shalhoub me up um, <laughs> <laughs> but i had a dream where we i was like on this team of like uh swat agents with with rifles and they had these special flashlights where the beam of the light would show the ghost like those glasses would make the ghost appear that when you shine that beam of light on those ghosts it would appear Hmm. and so we're coming up on this house and like what steps out of the house to meet us is like a seven foot eight foot tall ghost of jesus christ (laughs) like and he was he was very scary yeah he was very the greatest ghost that ever lived You sure it wasn't just a tall guy with a beard and long hair? And in a robe, yeah, possibly. Yeah. Yeah. It could have been a Jedi, uh, Jedi master. Yeah, but Jedi he was, ghost. He was very intimidating and scary, and they were just trying to shoot him with whatever, you know, bullets they had, and it was doing nothing. Yeah. So I, like, in my dream, I run up to him, and this is where the, the outside influence comes in. Um, so he grabs me, and he picks me up, and he breaks me in half, just boom, folds me. And... Uh, that happened to Matthew Lillard in the movie. That's how he dies. Um, and I was so freaked out. I woke up and I had this wall that like went perpendicular into my bed and I was leaning against, it was go- digging into my side, you know, and that influenced my dream. It made me die that way in my dream. I was feeling that thing on my side and boom, got broken in half that way. So I think there's something real to that. Yeah, that's no, great. I, I, I definitely agree with that. Another one along those lines that I've always wanted to try, but I've, I've heard this works is, all right, if someone's got their, their feet, you know, like like pointed up or whatever, just their feet exposed when they're sleeping. I've heard that people, if you slap the bottom of their feet with like a book or something or a paddle, if you got one handy, um, <laughs> like 
uh, people have said it influenced their dreams to like they're falling from a great distance and then when you smack their feet boom it's them hitting the ground <laughs> oh, that's mind-blowing to me like because that's some that's some premonition stuff because the dream would have to or it goes into that inception how a moment in real life could last uh, uh, hours in a dream you know now you put your fingers in some water and you pee yeah, pranking kids. That's another. Yeah, imagine doing both, like putting someone's hand in water and then smacking the bottom of their feet. Smacking their feet. <laughs> yeah, oh my. They're falling and peeing at the same time. But yeah, I always thought that was interesting. Like it's like you got shot in the side because something poked you in the dream. But that means the whole dream beforehand, it was like a situation in which you could have gotten, like you know shot you know what i mean like because you wouldn't right. know until so yeah it's like a that is kind it, of a cool dream, thought it like sets it sets it up it's like premonition like it can tell the future you know in basic terms like it, it sees okay your feet are about to get slapped let me start start warping this dream so you're falling now and then the slap happens and then you're like boom okay now you hit the ground it's amazing it's magical. I feel like I'll have trouble sleeping tonight because I'm just going to be thinking about all this stuff. You, you, know? you thought we were going to scare you with ghost stories. We're scaring you with yeah, yeah, dreams. <laughs> I'm, I'm afraid to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Brian, that's the show for today. You know, that conversation actually went on much longer and we'll be sharing a part two in the coming week or two. So stay tuned, wonky people. Yes, thanks for getting wonky with us. Oh, and one last thing, you know, we would love to hear from all of you guys, you know, we want you to leave us voicemails. So you know what we did? We got a phone number. That phone number is 520-477-1942. So leave us a voicemail. It's also in the info section of this podcast. So let us know if you've encountered anything wonky because we'd love to share it on the show. Yeah. Heck, heck yeah, Brian. Meantime, we've got some partying to do, don't we? Yes. I've gathered the most impressive songs I could find on Napster. Let's boogie. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Matt. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, everyone. Here's a quick word from our sponsor, Wonky Pet Portraits. When Polly came into my life, I had no idea how much I needed the level of companionship that a dog provides. She lights up my life. And now, thanks to Matt Sterner and Wonky Pet Portraits, I have this incredible painting of her that celebrates the fun, cool, confident gal that she is. Everyone should have a chance to see their pet through Matt's eyes. So what are you waiting for? Head over to wonkypetportraits.com to turn your pet companion into a real work of art. 